When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your child has brain cancer. Can you imagine hearing those words about your own child? Nearly 5,000 families each year hear this life-changing diagnosis and live daily with the fear it brings. When a child is diagnosed with brain cancer, their lives are forever changed. The treatments used to treat children are toxic and cause damage to their developing bodies that can affect them for the rest of their lives. 95% of children who survive brain cancer will develop a significant health condition by the age of 45 as a direct result of the toxic treatments. This includes diagnosis of another cancer later in life or other countless deadly health problems. Our kids are special, and we need to treat them that way. By making a donation to the Team Jack Foundation, you fund research that leads to safer, more effective treatments giving kids hope. You can be the difference. You can fund the cure. Join us and donate today by visiting teamjackfoundation.org. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Thanks for spending time. It's Hale Varsity Radio, a Monday edition, hour two. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal were presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. We welcome in Mr. Blackshirt himself. It's a Monday with Charlie McBride. Coach, how's the weather? How you doing? Well, is everybody happy? <laughs> well, I think for the most part, I think the press conference today maybe made some folks happy that were that were not i mean they're happy with the iowa win by nebraska and then you get the matt rule hiring and well did you see that somebody already went and updated matt rule's wikipedia page yes. today to include it his record at nebraska is one and zero with a win at the first press conference yeah, so nebraska won the press conference today coach mcbride i wanted to ask you though with trev spending seven million dollars for the assistant coach's salary pool you coming back to coach another year I'll tell you what, I don't know. You know, Social Security's going up a little bit, so I probably will take that. <laughs> you're, you're telling me you're good. I want to. I want to. I want to get your thoughts though on on the hire on Matt Rule. What What are some of your impressions as you got a chance to to listen well, to like, him? It's, I I didn't get it. You know, I don't get close to the situation because I'm not around to, to uh, you know, to interview people mm-hmm. and talk to people that, you know, that know him. And I think you, you go, it's kind of like anything else. You you go to a school to recruit a kid, you talk to probably five or six different people mm-hmm. just to find out a little bit about him and his character and things like that, I think are important. And, um, you know, the family. And so you don't know those things. And, um you know, I I have a feeling inside me that that I am very I would say close to adamant. <laughs> mm. 
that uh, I will not like it if they don't keep Mickey. Okay, and I, I even think that Bill would be a, an asset too. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, coaches have their buddies, and 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 to me, I I've always been against that in coaching. That I think that's what uh, number one. That's what doesn't help uh, a staff really because you you really aren't learning. I mean, you have the same guys all the time. Yeah, you, you know, and you have a few different you know thoughts in there sometimes you learn you learn a little bit mm-hmm. but you know i'm uh you know he's uh he's uh been a been an angel almost to the program and and bill has done a great job as far as coming in people just don't understand what they had to go through neither one of them knew what the defense of the offense was mm-hmm. and then a two week two games or three games later they're the guys running it and <laughs> You know, and the players probably knew more of the terminology than they did, and so it was it was tough on both of them until you know you could see them getting better and better and better, and you could definitely see the effort, and uh, you know, and then the tackling and all the things, the fundamental things were starting to get better. So you know, it 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 worked out, and they decided that Mickey, you know, would not be the person, but that's, you know, I think, you know, he deserves to, to be part of the program somewhere and, uh, and, and be paid handsomely for it too. Uh, and, you know, Bill's been around a long time and is a good special teams guy, especially I think. And, you know, when you put your mind to, to one thing and you're not doing one thing one day and one thing the next, it's, it's pretty easy. It's, it makes it a lot easier for you. But Bill's, they don't realize what a good recruiter he is in the areas that he knows. Well, and I think you're right. And we've said that I think you, if you come in as an outsider, you'd be foolish not to look at the assets and resources. And, and you nailed two uh, in Mickey and Bill that have done really nice work and and know the program and and are really, really good recruiters. Would it be hard, put yourself in Mickey's shoes, would it be hard to go back knowing you didn't get the job, maybe you get your salary doubled, and go back to what you were doing? No, I don't think it would be hard. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. No, I I think it would be, uh, you know, there's things that, uh, you know he can he can do he'll get I mean he'll get another job if he doesn't get mm-hmm. asked I I would assume right away that I I I knew as soon as he wasn't something didn't come up right away that uh, Trev and the president or who uh, went to the businesses business deal and uh, I've I've never been for that little saying but. Um, uh, because business can be changed, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, but I thought maybe they'd, you know, that might be part of the thing that they would, you know, they would, uh, they would keep him. But it, it, from what I can just gather, it, it doesn't seem like that that is going to happen. Although I, it could happen, you know, right now. Have you, have I you mean, heard definitively that, that they're neither being kept or is that just your gut? No, that's no, I just, I just felt like that. I felt like that they would be told he would, you know, if they were taking the president or whoever would say, we'd like you to keep these sure, guys. Sure. 
you know, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, some staffs do that now. I mean, the, the, the athletic director says, but, uh, I know Brian Cabral at Colorado went through about five coaches, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just for one guy. But uh, he he did, and he's and he went to another job, got fired, and actually came back and is working with them now, mm-hmm. and because uh, that's how much they thought of him. And so there, you know, there there's things in in athletics that can you know can, can work out. And the way the way things are changing, maybe they even add assistant coaches to the you know to the ten, uh, you know, and that that would be something that probably wouldn't hurt anything as long as, you know, you eliminate something on the other end. Uh, but who knows? You know, they right now that's not in the – I don't think that's even in the works. I think there's too many other things in front of it. But um, Mickey knows the business and and knows the recruiting areas, and, and that's right now what's the name of the game going to be, you know. Yeah, but I do think that he'll spend more time in the state. Mm-hmm. I think he'll take it really seriously, the, the state, which makes me feel good. Charlie McBride's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, talking Matt Rule and the, the press conference today. And, Troy, looking ahead here, one of the topics that we had in the first hour was expectations for year one for Matt Rule. And some people are saying six should be bare minimum. If that was your standard for Frost and your standard for Mickey, it should be six for Rule in, in year one. And, Based on what you've seen in your conversations with former players, former coaches, how much do you think Matt Rule has to work with, assuming there is little roster turnover, and that's a big assumption? But with, with what is currently on roster at Nebraska, what do you think is a, is a realistic expectation for Matt Rule in year one? Well, that's the scary part right now. I don't think anybody can tell you the answer to who's staying and who's going because there's a lot of guys eligible to stay, but yet – they're, they took part in senior day, and then again, there's some guys, I guess, that didn't take part in senior day, and they may be gone. And right now, this period right now, we'll find out who who, who stays and goes. And, you know, it, it, a lot of it's going to depend on, you know, what you have coming back uh, to work with during the spring. And, and again, in the spring, they could go to spring practice and turn around and leave you. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know it's it, it's it, at a point right now that I think that's going to happen. I noticed the Michigan quarterback, who's the number two quarterback. You know, he's put in the he's in the portal now, and uh, so you know those are things that that's just one guy, but I'm sure there's others. <laughs> you know, ready to roll, and who they are, who knows? But. Uh, uh, you know, one year doesn't sound real good to me as far as taking a kid that just has one year and unless you don't have anybody. You know, I, it's it's they don't even get to know people on the team in one year, really. And that's that's the hard thing about bringing people in. Uh, they, they in some ways disrupt the chemistry that has been, you know, made – at some positions, and now you got somebody stepping in front of him, and so on and so forth. But the thing I know for a fact that uh, Matt is is one guy that is good at developing players. He's done it in the past at both places, and you know that that's a, that's really a strong thing. 
Charlie McBride's with us, Sale of Our City Radio. Coach, it takes a, a special coach to, to really develop and speak to that from your your coaching life because you guys had good ball players, but you guys helped make a lot of good ball players. Tell us a little bit about the 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 uh, how the sausage is made with uh, with with being a developmental program. Well, in in that in that part of it, I think first of all you need to have a good a good weight program and. Um, uh, I know I, I, I don't know what our weight program's like, but I just happened to be at Ohio State one time when Dave Kennedy was there and the, and the agility and the things that he did, all the, all that work in the, pertained to football. And, and they, they kept times on the kids. They, they show so they could see improvements and, and a lot of their drills that were timed. So that they could see, the players could see their improvement as they went through it. Uh, and weight late, weight training was important, but I mean they also had a tremendous program that way. That's one of the ways to develop kids, uh, you know, just as far as their physical ability. Uh, the other thing is is somewhat of of a a, a mental thing as you go through. Uh, you have a new coach. He's gonna he's gonna work on talking to you about you know the mental aspects of the game, and who knows how much of it's been talked about before. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I think each coach in the position spends time you know encouraging the players, you know, to focus, to concentrate on things, and uh, you know that there's times when you can rest and there's times when you can't. And things like that, but the teaching part of it is what what I always said. I you know I always talk to clinics about being a teacher rather than a coach, mm-hmm. because I think the coach for depth is really important. And I listened to the guy at Purdue the other day on the Big Ten Network, and he said our defensive line is the one position we have where we have depth for next year, and we're real excited about that. Well, we haven't recruited a defensive lineman in two years. Mm. And, uh, you know, we brought a kid in that's going to gra- graduate, a couple quit and things like that. So there's some real problems in part of the, in some of the mm. uh, some of the areas that they'll have to really develop, you know, maybe develop the kids we have here. Charlie McBride's with us. Coach, before we say goodbye, about uh, 90 seconds on Wisconsin. They went uh, a different route. The world thought Leonard was going to get it. They went with Fickle. Fickle's a really good coach, but there's upheaval in Madison right now. Well, I, you know, that's the interesting thing because I, I would I would tell you this, that if the Ohio State job ever opened up and, and Fickle got, they'd raise their finger, he'd be there. And... <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and and then there are you know there there that Wisconsin's a good job. I mean, you know, there's no question. It's not something you have to run around and look. But Ohio State would be one that I would think that he would seriously consider moving to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's the only thing. I I think they got a good a good coach. I think they have got a guy that also has developed it and and built a program. Uh, you know, my mom went to school at Cincinnati, and I used to go to the games in the Thanksgiving Day games mm-hmm. where Cincinnati played Miami, and you know, it was Mid America football. 
you know, it didn't, it, right at that time, it really didn't compare with, say, the Big Ten and so on. So, you know, if you're talking that kind of football, but uh, developing players is all the same, no matter where you are. Charlie McBride with us. Coach, enjoy your week. Keep that snow away, all right? And we'll, uh, we'll get back after it uh, next Monday. Don't you be sending any of that snow over here. <laughs> we're we're going to probably get a little bit tomorrow night and just keep it. We'll keep it away oh, from you. Okay. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you next week. All right, Coach. You Bye take now. care. There he is. Well, there's Coach McBride. A Monday with Charlie. Coach made his feelings known on uh, on Mickey and, and on Bill Bush and just uh, where he thinks things need to be when it comes to staff. And I, I love hearing from coaches because they've been through it. They've been through uh, the, the good and the bad. And that's something that Coach Rule talked about. We'll have more from Coach Rule and Trev Alberts. Uh, we've been teasing that side session, but really pretty insightful, not only on the process from Trev and the numbers. The secret visit to Lincoln? Yeah. The, the, hey, uh, we were talking, what, three weeks ago? We didn't know. He could have been having a T-bone at, in front of us. Going incognito, right? Wearing a wig and sunglasses. <laughs> Something like that. Looked like just a crazed Nebraska fan. I, Whatever. But, yeah, he got the tour of the town. But uh, Trev and, and Coach Rule next. Bill Dolman, 20 minutes away on Hale Varsity.